0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Growth Week. This is a week long conversation that is aimed at helping you grow in every aspect of your life. My name is Justin Duro, and I'm honored to be your host as we unpack this week's growth content. Now, if you've been trekking with us for a while, our guest is no stranger to you all. She used to be my host, and, in a lot of ways, a co-pioneer of this podcast. So, if you didn't catch on, I'm talking to the one and only Robin Aldea. So good to have you back in the studio, Robin. How you doing?
1: I just have to say, welcome to growth week. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing really, really well. It's so cool to be back here, Pastor Jay. Thank you for inviting me to be part of one last growth week for now.
0: For okay. now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, I like the for now because um, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. We can still podcast.
1: That's true. That's true. Thank goodness for technology. <laughs> so
0: good. So if you recall, when we started uh, Growth Week, we wanted to share with you some of our valuable lessons, mistakes, uh, frustrations along our growth journey. And our desire was to be very practical and to be transparent with you so that we can actually grow together. And um, in that vein, we are going to be holding this week's conversation around something that we have just recently gone through. I know that sometimes it can be Challenging to just talk about something that you're going through because just because you don't have the language for it. And so, Robin and I have found ourselves in a season that um, I think we share something in common. We we are both going through transition. You as an individual, myself as an individual, but more so as an organization. And so, when I was thinking of all this, I reached out to you and I said, "How about having?" Uh, podcast conversation around what we're going through and you said yes
1: I mean initially it was like oh should I really do this (laughs) because (laughs) a lot of what I'm going through is kind of scary and like you said you know I don't really have the language for it and as you were talking it was almost like I can only see bits and pieces of what I'm currently walking through. I can't see the full picture, which, as you know me, (laughs) like I'm the big picture kind of person. I want to see everything. And for the past, it's almost four months now, I've been walking through this journey of not being able to see the full picture of what I'm busy transitioning into. And even the process of transition, it's like, every single step has been you know like by faith um, yeah. every single step has been like there's that scripture that says you know it's, it's like a light to our path yeah. and I imagine like you're walking and as you're walking the path lights up with each step you take and that's kind of how it feels yeah. that I've been walking through that so it was like oh should I do this um, I always wanted to say to you like uh, you know I, I might just fly out every, any day now It's <laughs> 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 like I don't know if I should just commit to doing this but then apart of me was like you know it's like coming full circle um before I leave so um yeah nerves but excitement ultimately to be a part of it one last time for now
0: well I was excited when you said yes because I knew that you're really waiting on decisions that could just happen like you could we could record this one and then tomorrow everything changes that actually added to the to the excitement of the broadcast and I, I thought uh you know if we did half of it and you had to leave and then we continue later on. That would even be cool because it's still talking about real life transition.
1: Yeah. And I think it makes it really real just, you know, to the listeners because it's like, I'm not just talking about this as something that's I've gone through. It's something that I'm literally in right now. So, like, literally, <laughs> I could receive news about my visa today and fly out tomorrow kind yeah. of thing. But um, we're hoping that at least I'll be able to finish recording.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's going to be a, a good conversation. So let's talk about this uh, season of transition, we referencing a lot to transition and this is what we're going to be talking about. Our whole talk this week is around managing transitions. What comes to mind when you hear about a season of transition? Because you are actually in a season. How would you describe a season of yeah. transition?
1: I think I spoke about this a lot even when we started doing growth week was just seasons, yeah. um, like actual physical nature <laughs> seasons and I think we're in the middle of a season change right now you know we've just come out of winter we've gone into spring and like we're looking towards summer And it makes me think of like that transition period in between where it's like it's no longer cold, but it's also not hot. And you kind of like every day you don't know what to wear, you don't know what to put on (laughs) because it's like you don't really know what the day holds. And that's kind of what I think of, you know, and it's like it's a time of just living each moment to moment because you don't know what the next moment may hold.
0: So here's the thing. There is a difference between transition and change. Transition is not the change. Changes happened, mm. you know, we know that changes happen, but we are caught in between. We're not yet in the new and we we no longer in the past. So transition is that process of navigating one season. To another. And that's what we're going to be trying to uh, talk about and help our listeners to manage and navigate that path.
1: And I love what you said. It's like, it's not that we're waiting for change. Change has already happened. That's right. It's not like we're like, oh, something's about to change. Something's about to shift. Something has already shifted. Something has already changed. And more change is coming. So it's like, really, you just preparing yourself for, you know, there's been change, a lot of change already, but a lot more change is coming as well.
0: You know, coming out of the pandemic, there are a lot of things that changed. And now everybody has to now manage the change. Like, Mm. how do I transition from what used to be to what we are entering into, even though I don't quite know exactly what I'm entering into, but I have to navigate the transition, and and that's that's why we are having this conversation, and we're hoping because it's real for us, you can actually learn some real lessons that could help you. Obviously, we're talking about organisational change. I'm going to be talking more about organisational change because uh, losing you from this organisation has kind of initiated a whole lot of processes that we're going through. So I will focus more on that, and you're going to talk about personal change. Uh, In your case, Robin, it's major things that are happening. I love what you said earlier on that it's significant new things that are happening. Uh, You are leaving your mother's house. You are leaving your spiritual home. You are relocating to another country. Robin, while all these things are exciting, let's talk about some of uh, the fair challenges that come with just finding yourself in the space that you are in.
1: Mm. I think the biggest challenge of all has been waiting. Okay. <laughs> um, honestly, that has been the biggest challenge from the get go. Is like just waiting for everything to fall into place. And God has been so good. He's been so faithful and gracious in you know just supernatural acceleration in in a lot of the ways that I've been walking through this journey. Like I've shared with you a lot of the things, and even with the church, like you yeah. know the financial provision and documents coming through a week earlier than what they had projected so it's like in one hand acceleration but in the other hand it's been waiting yeah. so from the time that um, you know I, I stopped working here and that was mid-June yeah. it's been a waiting game I mean it's now almost the end of September and I'm still waiting because <laughs> there's just so much that comes with making such a big decision Yeah, and not being a very patient person it's taught me a lot about patience yeah. things outside of my control like I just can't do anything about it. So it's really just, okay, God, it's in your hands. It's been asking people to pray. It's been asking people to just, you know, lift me up and just to pray about the paperwork and everything and actually see God come through in those different ways. So that has been a really special journey to walk through. And then obviously I think another thing is just, uncertainty i guess because i don't really know (laughs) like i don't know is my visa going to be approved i don't know (laughs) like i didn't know would i get all the funding that i needed and um so it's like yeah that uncertainty but then every time god has come through and made a way
0: so you're saying that during transitions there are two critical things that everyone has to manage number one is waiting you know, it reminds us, I think we've spoken about this many times over, you know, you you take your kids on a trip and they're asking, are we there yet? Are we there mm-hmm. yet? Or, Come on, just wait until we get there. So waiting is one of those things that you need to learn to manage. And I think that's, that's a valuable lesson for everybody because in life, whether it is l- literally relocating to another country or just going into your next season, you just have to wait. Uh, God will give you a promise and the fact that you've received the promise and you're excited about the promise doesn't mean that it's going to happen tomorrow. You just have to wait. And then the second most important thing that you mentioned there is just managing the uncertainty things that you don't know you Mm. you just don't know what you don't know and you're gonna have to trust god in the process um which could be a third point to give to somebody hey trust especially if you're a person of faith and you know that you're doing something that you believe god has called you to do you're just gonna have to trust him
1: and to be honest it's really made me come face to face i guess with my humanity because it's like you can see god come through like yesterday, yeah. and then today you can be like, oh God, why aren't you coming through with this? <laughs> and I don't know, it kind of makes me think of that whole Elijah thing that we talk about, you know, like he just defeated all yeah. the prophets of Baal and then he's running away from Jezebel, um, you know, like a, a few chapters later kind of thing. And for me, that's been a really humbling process to be like yeah we can have all the talk about faith and we can like you know be like oh yeah we trust God and all that kind of stuff but it's really difficult and different when you're in it like that for me personally has been a challenge in just like okay does that mean that I'm now sinning by not having faith (laughs) for the next thing does that mean like I'm just you know like my faith isn't strong enough and all that kind of stuff but it's actually been such a good process in the same manner like it's just been really good to go through that because I've never had to walk through anything like that before
0: so good now for us to be successful in managing transition we need to at least understand the nature or the process of transition and I'm just going to just quickly go through you know the transition process of the children of Israel when they were um moving from Egypt to their promised land and i think there are a lot of things that we can learn from that journey they were like five key phases that they had to go through and we're going to try and fit our journey into these five key phases as we uh, discuss how to manage transition. So the first phase is the denial phase. Um, we're going to call it something different and we're going to tell you just now, but I'm just going to give it to you the way I, I kind of see it in the Bible. There's the denial phase where basically it starts with Moses refusing to to obey God. Like I don't want to go and be the deliverer. Why are you choosing me? Why can't you send somebody else? So there's the denial. Is this really is this really happening? And then comes the children of Israel saying to Moses, uh, we we can't trust you. We can't believe you. We we don't want to. And then ultimately we have Pharaoh saying, I'm not going to let you go. So that's the denial phase. And then comes the second phase which is the dying phase. Uh, this is a phase where something has to come to an end. You completely Uh, literally have to finalize a season and before the children of Israel left Egypt they were surrounded with death things literally had to die to mark uh, or to demarcate that the old is gone and now the new is in then comes the phase that everybody usually talks about which is the wilderness phase or life in transit you're like you are not in the promised land yet you are no longer in Egypt you're in the wilderness. You actually don't know what's going on. And that was a season that they had to learn a lot of things. And then comes the envisioning phase where after wandering for a couple of years in the wilderness, uh, hopefully we're not going to wander for years. uh, But after wandering a couple of years in the wilderness, they then had to send spies to go and envision like Hey, let's let's have a look at what's coming. You know, what's news from the next season and they had to navigate that process and then finally embracing the new which is Eventually, after they crossed the, the, the Jordan, they had to embrace what they came face to face with. And sometimes it's not what you envisioned. You you cross over and you're like, uh, that's not exactly what I envisioned. But the thing is, you have to embrace it in order for it to fulfill its uh, purpose in your life. Yeah. And so the children of Israel had to do that. So today we're going to jump into phase one, uh, which is, you know, that denial phase. But we are choosing to call the embracing the winds of change so here's the thing before change comes we know that there is something in the atmosphere that tells us that change is about to to happen you know i love this scripture when jesus is speaking to nicodemus he says that the wind blows where it wishes uh, we only get to hear the sound, but we do not know where it's coming from or where it's going. Mm-hmm. So as we're talking about the winds of change, uh, you know, wind is unpredictable. You you, you can be having a good, a good day right now and then the wind just changes and something happens. But when you are observant, you can tell that, hey, there's been a change in the direction of mm-hmm. the wind. And let's talk about that process. When did you start noticing that there were winds of change in the atmosphere for you uh, mm. as an individual.
1: Well, t- t- honestly for me I think I can really resonate with that denial thing because yeah. <laughs> I was really in denial for a long time and um I only when I tracked back yeah. after I had made the decision and was like okay now <laughs> you know this is I need to change something was when I could see the winds of change. Okay. So I definitely like please tell listeners don't do what I did and live in denial and like don't you know like you should honestly be aware of those things because honestly I could not see them I could um, I was really in denial I was like you know what this is where um, I always used to say like I wouldn't leave word of truth I wouldn't leave Port Alfred until I got a clear like it needed to be clear clear like there would be no more way forward for me you know kind of thing and then I knew that it would be a complete change of seasons. It wouldn't just be like getting a new job in Port Alfred or even in South Africa. Like I kind of always had a sense that it would be like a massive change kind of thing. And so when I tracked it back, I could actually start to see that last year in already October Um, I could start feeling the winds of change. Like I went through a a season where I was really questioning a lot of things and even questioning a lot about myself. And a lot of things had shifted in my life. And it was like relationships coming to an end. Just being like fed up, I guess, with a lot of things in my life where I was like, there needs to be a shift. But it never... I guess, came to a head. It never really accumulated in solid change that I was content with, you know. Yeah. So even at the beginning of the year, um, of this year, I felt like, okay, what is next? Like, what what is happening right now in my life kind of thing, you know. And, and for everyone probably on the outside looking in, it was like, oh, you know, I just um, – The previous year, I'd been made director of, um, you know, like so many different things, like the children's ministry and the youth and all that stuff, and it was, like, thriving. But if I'm being honest, like, a part of me was, especially at the beginning of this year, was like, "Um, yeah, all these great things have happened, and yet it doesn't feel right for me kind of thing. And I never really shared that with anyone, and I never really – Wanted to admit that to even myself because it was just like okay, this is what I've always known. Yeah, (laughs) that that whole thing of Egypt, like this is literally not that I'm saying this is Egypt. (laughs) Don't get me wrong, but for me personally, you know, um, it was like um, just not content, not not being able to see like what is next for me, kind of thing. And so yeah, there were just a lot of things that um, personally I had to walk through, and it was certain things that I just couldn't get past and I could never understand why kind of thing until basically in May when um, things, I I just came to this place where I was like, well, what is keeping me here? Like what more can I do um, in the organization? What more can I do in this role that I've been given and being actually able to say like, I've done everything that I can. And I think it's time for me to hand over to someone else kind of thing. And just having that sense of peace.
0: So here's the thing. It's easy to embrace the winds of change when things are going wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, if you were in a storm, if you were going through a rough season and things are not working, who would not appreciate a sudden turn Mm -hmm. in the wind where it's like now all of a sudden it's like... fresh breeze mm. but if you're having a fresh breeze and something comes and it seems like it's yeah. going to rock that fresh breeze like why would i want to embrace yeah, something different but what you're saying here is very important that you you are not supposed to ignore mm. that those winds you need to at least acknowledge that there is something that is in the airs uh, the seasons are mm. changing and I need to ask myself the crucial uh, questions and hold the crucial conversation so that I can actually enter into my next.
1: And I think like referring back to October of last year, my mother actually <laughs> she came to me and and you know she she kind of pointed out like what what is next for you? Yeah. And I was so like stubborn. I didn't want to hear any of that. And you know she would actually send me things and like why don't you try this? Why don't you go? She was like go to Hillsong College. Go do this. And I'm like no this is where God wants me and I'm not saying that um you know I was being disobedient or anything like I I knew that God still wanted me here for a season but that was kind of where it started and the amazing thing is like when I started to even just entertain the fact like to 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 entertain the thought rather of leaving it was like you know people that don't even know anything of what was going on would Send, send me messages of like, um, I'm praying for you. Like this, send me like prophetic words. It was yeah. crazy. Like there was about four or five people that had no idea that this was what I was walking through that actually confirmed a lot of what I was walking through. Yeah. And even... Um, for myself, like, I think we spoke about this. I'm the kind of person that I want someone to hold my hand. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm always like, oh my word, is this the right thing to do? Da, 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 da. And I realized that this would be a very personal journey, yeah. that it would have to be a real, like, me and God situation. And, you know, where I'd always relied on hearing God's voice, especially through others, yeah. I needed to, like, say, okay, God, <laughs> really give me a sign like give me something and I don't want it to be from someone else and that was my own which I haven't really shared with with many people was you know my personal journey of praying and coming and you guys were away during that time and you know there was so much happening and actually having like a vision and audibly hearing yeah the words like it's it's over like you've yeah. done enough kind of thing so for me that was like a big thing Um, Just being able to hear God's voice and not relying on like my spiritual fathers or people around me to give me, you know, that like confirmation, I guess.
0: So good. What was the most difficult thing in embracing that final, like God has said and Mm. now I have to obey? What was difficult for you?
1: Honestly, it was just the life that I've built here. The people that I've come to know and love and the family that I've made here because it was like this is the place and this is like the church, the organization is where I found who I am. Yeah, Like, you know, it's like, how do I just walk away from the place that, and the people that gave me so much? Yeah. And I think that was always the thing of, um, I was really in a box, I guess, of not being able to see that there's more to life than just one season and just one like group of people. Yeah. And how do you hold that tension of like, you still have those people in your life. You still value them. Like I could never quite see how that would work until I (laughs) came face to face with that decision. So it's, I guess it's comfort zone. It's, it's all those things that make it really difficult because like there was nothing majorly wrong. Like, you know, I could have continued working here for another seven years and done a lot of great things and made a lot of good relationships and stuff, but it was like, okay, okay yeah you need to step outside of your comfort zone yeah and you need to know when god is calling you to um just something more you know like i I came face to face with so many prophetic words that i've received that i was like okay it was almost like god was saying this place this season is not going to be where those things are going to be fulfilled you're going to have to step out into the unknown to 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 pursue those things yeah
0: um, what people may not know, uh, some people may not know, but some do, uh, is that this is not actually the first time that you wanted to leave the organization. So there was a time in the past where you felt like, Hey, there is more for me. And during that period, obviously it, it was earlier in, in, in our walk, uh, it was, Obviously, a whole lot easier to come and say, "Hey, um, I think I'm looking for something more. I think this is what I want because you you didn't have any ties, like deep yeah. roots and ties." It was only
1: a year and a half after I started working. Here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so can you see what yeah. I'm trying to uh, to highlight in our in the minds of our podcast listeners that part of the challenge is, hey, I've worked with these people for a long time this organization has really shaped me in a lot of ways. And now it's difficult for me to say I want to leave as compared to in the beginning where you're like, ah, oh, it's only a year and a half. I, I, I need more. There's something else that I need to mm-hmm. go. And, and let's talk about that because I remember when, when you had that conversation, obviously it was a lighter conversation. It was easier to, to, to manage. And we immediately knew that we, we had to keep you because we kind of felt like the season was not yet over for you with us, but we needed to satisfy some of the things that you were looking for. Uh, You were looking for growth, you were looking for development, and we had to come up with a plan that, you know, years later, looking back, actually benefited our organization. Mm. And much of what has happened uh, in the past seven years that you worked with us was as a result of that critical decision. But now in this particular scenario, and this is where I, as an organization leader, kind of felt like a little bit different. I remember when you eventually came to have the conversation with me, even though it was so much difficult for you, uh, I had already been also sensing the winds of change. You know, it was like one of those things that I felt in the atmosphere that this could be it, but now the same challenge that you're going through, I was going through as a spiritual parent. Um, Anyone who's been a parent, they know that, You're never quite ready to release your children into anything. In as much as we raise them and hope that they will go out there, we're never quite ready. And if the truth be told, we'd always say this to you, Robin: that Mm. there is more. There is always going to be a time where we we're going to do life differently, and we're going to see you in a different light, and that kind of stuff. And we'd always held that conversation, but. Who gets ready for that? Mm. You know, it's like, yeah. It always feels like
1: it's just, it's far away. Like it's never going to be here. You know, you never actually think that that could happen tomorrow kind of thing. Yeah.
0: So, so this time around in the atmosphere, I had started noticing the winds of change. I just kind of felt like for you, for me and for the organization, there is going to be a shift Mm. coming. And it was so clear in my spirit but then again, denial is like, but mm. why? Why now? What, what would happen if this happens? Mm. What's the change going to look like? So on, from both sides, we were experiencing some form of denial. I knew that we needed to hold a conversation, which is very key. I want to I talk about this. Every time there is going to be change or significant change in your life, there is a crucial conversation that you need to hold. When the children of Israel had to be delivered from Egypt, it did not happen until Moses actually had a crucial conversation with Pharaoh mm. so what we actually avoid and what we deny is the conversation mm. it's like i know i'm sensing something but i need to speak to some key person in my life maybe it's in a in a in a relationship it could be your spouse your partner boyfriend it could be your boss it could be your spiritual parents, it could be your biological parents, could be somebody. But you just know that this conversation needs to happen so that I can initiate the process of mm-hmm. new. And that's the conversation we avoid. So I remember, and this is perhaps what I would have done differently. I remember during that period, obviously our life got busy. It, it was almost like a perfect storm. Mm-hmm. and and <laughs> And I think in hindsight... That perfect storm, because we could not prevent it, things were just happening, that's the only way we could have just allowed it to she be. Happen, you know, yeah. If it wasn't a perfect storm, we would have found a way. We would have... To put
1: it off. Yeah, she she would like it avoided, off. yeah. we would have To like avoid it, procrastinate, definitely. We would have it. come
0: up with a plan to just like, no, it's not happening now. Even though we have always known that it was supposed to happen, we would have said no, because we could navigate our way out of this. But because it was a perfect storm... The only thing that was left was to go through it. And I remember I was away on on holiday when you were processing these things. We had given you some time out to think through certain things. And while I'm processing, I'm kind of getting in my mind that, okay, there's this change that's happening. Something major is happening. This is what needs to happen. But because we were apart, we are just going through it. We didn't actually have the conversation that I think should have happened to actually maybe navigate better what was going to happen and what was coming yeah. and to actually make our hearts feel like hey we we both sensing the same thing and this is how mm. we're going to go about it but because it was in a storm we just kind of avoided the conversation yeah.
1: yeah well i think obviously in the next episode we'll get more into that but definitely i think just to set that up a little bit the potential for um, just the enemy using this yeah. as something that he could really like cause a lot of hurts or whatever was there yeah. for sure. And there were a lot of things that I, I think like you saying could have been done differently. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm not speaking about this. Like I went through everything and I checked all the boxes. There's definitely things that I would have done differently. But at the end of the day, when I look back, I don't see how it would have actually come to that point yeah. if we hadn't gone through that perfect storm, as, as you said. And it's by the grace of God that we've been able to come out of it victorious <laughs> and to be able to have this conversation kind of thing, if, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, And
0: that's that's a good point of why we have in the podcast, because yeah. there are some things that, yeah, if you are about to go through transition, we would like you to handle a little bit differently. But we didn't have that you know
1: blueprint we didn't have the blueprint thing, yeah. we, didn't,
0: we didn't even have the language right now we're trying to formulate the language based on what we went through yeah but uh we've always said that life happens in real time yeah so when it's happening it's happening you know you can you can talk about it in hindsight and say you should have you could have but i think we did the best with what we had yeah. in the perfect storm you know like Somebody can tell you a million things of how to navigate yourself through a storm because they're not in a storm. I was in the storm and this is what was the best thing. And that's what we're hoping that certain people are going to learn from this conversation. So there is this need for a crucial conversation and you cannot put it off. The more you put it off, the more, uh, you complicate the process of embracing what God wants to bring in your life, uh, when we think of the children of Israel, from the moment Moses finally spoke to Pharaoh, he set in motion something that was irreversible. Yeah. Uh, he, it was not going to happen if he had never gone to say, "Let me have the conversation." Mm. So I remember when you came to, when you eventually came to have the conversation with me, already it was a confirmation that there was more. Uh, we just did not know what it was until. You kind of started unpacking that for us. And we're going to go into that a little bit later. So what else would you like to add before we conclude this episode?
1: I think just that this is such a, it's a deeply personal thing. The winds of change, you know, it's not going to look the same for the next person as what it did for me, for us kind of thing. And um, it may always seem to other people that, hey, this is such a sudden thing. Like, you know, especially people that you're not walking closely with, that, oh my word, where did this come from, you know, kind of thing. But when you know that the winds of change are there, um, you're going to have to, at some point, listen to them and make a decision. And yeah, some people may be like, oh, you're making a mistake. You know, when I was going through those motions, like thinking, oh my word, what are people going to say? Like, what are they going to think? Don't let that fear Stop you from just walking through that process and starting to embrace change. Yeah.
0: Moses was afraid of what will the people say? What would Pharaoh say? And yeah, sometimes you say it and people react differently. But the the fact that you have actually announced the season, uh, I think it's it starts with you opening your mouth and saying there is change. This is the change. Or I feel like my season here is over. And the moment you announce it, the moment you verbalize it, things start lining up with that idea that I have embraced that the season is changing. It doesn't mean that it's going to be smooth. Yeah. It doesn't mean that because you have embraced it now, all of a sudden everybody is going to celebrate you leaving or whatever the story is. But the fact that you have done so begins to align your your actions with you know that whole process of transition. Mm. I want to conclude this by just simply encouraging you maybe you are thinking of changing transitioning into something new if you are even thinking about it it means that something in the atmosphere has shifted if you are feeling like there could be something more don't ignore that and the mistake we make is we ignore it until we have got no option like until we are in a perfect storm but we can avoid the storm And like you said earlier on, the potential of the enemy using a storm, it's huge. But when you avoid that by simply being upfront with a conversation, this is where I am. This is what I'm sensing. I think you're going to navigate transitions a whole lot better. Mm. As a matter of fact, I'm actually leading somebody who listens to our podcast right now through their own transition. And the fact that we have gone through this form of transition, I'm extra careful to help them navigate Mm. and I can only do that in hindsight because we've gone through it and so I'm saying to you as you're listening to me don't ignore the fact that there's change in the atmosphere have the crucial conversations it might be with parents it might be with your boss whoever you need to have the conversation with start the conversation now so that you can be better prepared for what's coming well Robin thank you for sharing part of your journey I think this is the most difficult part of it just Mm -hmm. starting the conversation uh we even didn't know in our prep how this is going to go (laughs) but this is the start i know that there's a whole lot of real life lessons that we have learned through the journey so i want to encourage you if you have enjoyed this one share it with a friend people are busy going through transition left right and center right now be that a helping friend share this podcast um on your social media platform or wherever And let your friends transition better. So until tomorrow, let's let's keep keep growing. growing.